Welcome to Hello from the Other Side, where we validate how our loved ones on the other side are always with us, ready to help when called on. Here's your host, psychic, medium, and best-selling author of There Is No Death, Only Life, Maria Verdeshi. Hi, this is Maria Verdeshi. Welcome to Hello from the Other Side. Today, my guest is CJ Klein. And she's going to talk about being an atheist to being a believer and having a knowing of there is no death, only life. Hi, CJ. How are you doing today? I'm good, Maria. How are you? And thanks so much for having me. Oh, my pleasure. I'm so happy. I'm doing great. And I am excited to get started here and hear about your fascinating story. Well, I was raised in a Christian home with great parents. I am a child of four. I'm the youngest. So I had uh, great parents, great siblings, really good middle class life. Things did happen like in childhood. I've been giving my testimony. I've written two books. They're fiction novels and started sharing with an organization called Branch 15. These women have, most of them, not all of them, have spent time in prison and Mm -hmm. just were needing, they all kind of read my book collectively initially. So I went as a Q&A to answer questions about my book, do a book signing, and then they just kind of started asking me questions. So I actually had not ever shared my testimony until that time kind of kept me being an atheist pretty close to myself, except my close intimate people, like my family, close friends knew. And CJ, can I ask real quick that your two books, can you just tell everyone the name of your two books? Yes. uh, The first book in the series is called Sacred. And the second book is called Elkin. And I am actually working on the third book in the series right now, writing that one. I don't have a title for that one yet. That usually comes at the end. And how can they purchase the book? Is it on Amazon? Yes, it's on Amazon. It's, there's numerous digital copies. I have a website, it's www.cjkline.com. I'm also on Facebook under CJ Klein Author. So I have links on both of those social media pages. Perfect. I just want, I wanted to make sure I got that in there because I know people are going to want to pick up the book. Thank you. I've actually kind of made the decision so they can, if they want to wait, I, on Facebook, I started actually sharing my first book for free. I talked to the people who've been helping me with, you know, social media, the marketing and I realized that obviously book sales are important for income, but I also felt it important that my message be out. And of course, a lot of people are reading the chapters on my Facebook page, want to finish it sooner because I'm not putting out... The, I'm giving people time to read. So I'm usually just doing it three chapters at a time is what my plan is. And during that time, I'll answer any questions you know, that they have about the characters or anything about the book or even about me. I'm pretty open about my story. So... Perfect. So everyone go friend CJ Klein on her Facebook page, and then you can start reading up on some of the chapters in her first book. That's right. So as I started doing this, I just realized that from what these women were saying that I needed to probably start sharing 
more of my testimony. I, you know, I kind of stayed hidden behind my fictional characters. It's just easier as a writer, you know, to hide behind that. I mean, if that's what you want to call it, but that's probably what I was doing. Like, I think maybe originally I felt saddened by the fact that I'd been an atheist for so long. So the reason that being is because I've heard so many amazing testimonies about people have been through very similar things of me and kept their faith, which I didn't. I went down a very different path. So mm-hmm. just feeling that way. I mean, now realizing upon sharing it that it's probably something I need to share with people, give people, because I know there's a lot of people struggling, even the faithful you know, struggling with faith and like what you've written about knowing that there is no death, only life and that, and that our creator cares about us and loves us and wants us to be a part of that world as well. Exactly. Yes. As I was young, I had a, and you can also on my, on my Facebook page, I, when I originally started sharing, I wrote a letter because I, I started reflecting on why I'd become an atheist and the things that had happened in my life and just sat down and thought, I wrote a letter. I wrote a letter to God and just saying, basically, where were you? So I had a, an experience as a younger girl with one of my friend's fathers. He was filming us. They had an indoor pool, you know, was filming us as we were swimming. And so that kind of turned things. I started with an eating addiction then after that. I had been raped and I was uh, 20 at the time that that had happened and got into a world of drugs and drinking. Then in a very abusive marriage for almost 10 years, physically, emotionally, and uh, mentally. I had two children in that marriage. I ended up leaving in the middle of the night from that marriage with nothing. I had clothes in the car. Basically, I called the police. They had come and basically they had arrested him. But the police officer there at that time had said, you know, you have about 8 to 12 hours until he's back out of jail if you want to go go. So I did. And then my life started over. I still was an atheist at this time, had my two children and became reacquainted with my now husband who was actually at that time, uh, he had been my high school sweetheart. Uh, We had ended up marrying other people and had children with other people. And he had been divorced for a couple of years. And We met each other again and ended up marrying him. So I've been with him for 16 years now. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. He came with two children, my bonus children, um, (laughs) grandchildren with them. So I ended up, you know, basically before just ended up to me was the perception of just not a good person doing illegal things, being a liar. I felt a huge disappointment to my family, even though they were always there for me, which I'm grateful for because I know that there's a lot of people who are in that situation. I think it's easy for families and members to give up. I do tell people in my testimony that I know that Christ was pursuing me relentlessly, but my relationship did not begin with Christ when I was coming back from atheism. It actually began with the Creator. I did a lot of research 
I just felt a pulling back and I did a lot of on different religions. I took some religions of mankind classes. I just didn't know. I was just searching. Did you have hus- any kind of like aha moment where it was, you know, I want to start searching this or sometimes people have that aha moment. I did. I had a lot of darkness. I don't always share this experience because I know that it, it's scary for people. But I do believe that if you have a connection with the good, then you're going to also have a connection with the bad. And I think when you're trying to become a warrior for your creator, that the bad will really start to show itself in mm-hmm. your life. Right. So... I do just want to say that. To, I say that to anybody that, you know, I think people under the con- misconception that, well, all these great things are going to start happening. Well, the contrary. I mean, what does happen though is that you have security in knowing that there's something just amazing and beautiful waiting for you. But it, to me, it almost the battle began, which is I call spiritual warfare. I'm really Um, glad that you are bringing this up, like really glad because people think, oh, well, then the sun came out and I'm (laughs) skipping down the yellow brick road and it was all wonderful. And no, that's usually not the way it works. No, not at all. And and my my transition back was coming on actually pretty slow. I can tell you that I never pressed my beliefs onto my children. My now husband was always a believer. He obviously married me knowing that I was an atheist, but he loved me for who I was and not what I was before. And even in that moment... So my kids were really instrumental in that as well because they were asking, can I go to church? Can I do this? And I was like, sure. I even took them. Yes, you can go be part of that youth group. You can do your thing because I just didn't feel like it was my place to be pressing what I believed onto them. Right. Wow. Okay. Your kids were even guiding you back without even them knowing it. Right. Yeah. They were very instrumental in in that process. So that's kind of why I began my search. So on my journey back, as I was taking this course, which by the way, there was this amazing professor who was teaching this course I had. He's a historian, but he was also a Christian. And he, but you didn't know that at the time that he was, he was teaching the class, but he brought in all of the historical facts So that made the class extremely interesting as he was teaching over all the different religions. And as I was going to work one day, I kept just feeling something. I can't explain it. By the way, and my husband's a police officer. So he was working nights at that time. I was getting up to go to work in the morning. I just kept feeling like something behind me almost. That's the only way I can explain it. You know, like when you're walking down a dark hall and you kind of like, you know, you feel like something is, yeah, yeah. it was like that. And I just kind of kept looking behind me like, this is crazy weird. (laughs) So it even got so bad that as I was leaving the house, I just quickly just slammed the door shut behind me as I was walking out just because I was like, what is going on? Well, as I was getting in my car, peripheral vision, saw something very frightening and scary lunging at me. And I quickly shut my door and immediately started praying to God, whatever this is, 
if this exists, I know you do. So, you know, I, you feel crazy. I mean, I did. I was like, this can't be, you know, I cannot just have seen, you know, what I saw. You, you feel kind of like you're losing your mind. So like then when my husband called me later, you know, I told him and, you know, he immediately believed me. I mean, he would, didn't even question, you know, what I, he, he could hear the fear in my voice about what had happened. So in that moment, I knew that God, I mean, I hate to say had probably allowed that for me to see that, but in reality, because, you know, just like you being, you know, a medium, I mean, you have a gift and you're allowed that. I feel like I was being called in that moment to start sharing and to write. And that is not what I did though. Immediately, I still, again, I'm like very precise, stubborn. I feel like I'm just like one of those people that God is like, really? Come on. I just, I'm a very stubborn person. So it was still, you know, um, I just wanted facts, 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 facts. That's all I was searching for. And after that point, just, I had a career in construction. I started as a secretary and worked my way up. So I spent years as a project manager in commercial construction and felt I was driving to work and, and heard write the book. And I was like, again, one of those moments, I'm like, what? (laughs) What book? What am I hearing? And it was another three years until I actually sat down and it was over a summer. My kids were home from school and college. And I just sat down and wrote my first book over that summer. And I read it out loud to them over the summer. And so that's how that came about. My message in my books too, I I just, I think a lot of off-putting things for me for church and all of that was just, to me, it was hypocrisy. Be just in my views, I'm talking about when I was an atheist and still too, is that, you know, you would talk to somebody who was Catholic or Baptist and they would be maybe saying something ugly about the Catholic religion or the Baptist religion or Pentecostal or, and in my head as an atheist, I, I, I would always think, okay, well, don't you guys believe in the same thing? You know, uh-huh. why are, you know, why all the separation? Like if this Jesus is real and this is a real thing and it, you know, in he was about forgiveness and being unified. I, you know, to me, it seemed a very messed up religion. So as I started to write my books, it was just kind of my vision of, I wanted it to be not, I wanted anybody who read, read it to feel loved, no matter their walk of life, no matter where they were coming from, and just to understand that it's not about religion. It's about knowing your purpose in life and that everybody has a purpose and that your past shouldn't be defining you. I mean, it's our choices. And I'm not saying that because obviously as a child, I didn't ask for those things to happen to me. But what I did with that was a choice. Exactly. The path that you could have gone down and the path that you did go down were... Both of those were choices. You decided to go down a path that was going to be 
enriching for your life that was going to open up more doors for you instead of going down the path that was going to be closing more doors and be harder. Not to say that the path that you chose wasn't hard because I think all of our paths are kind of hard with what we have to do. But it's also how we decide to go down the path and deliver our message. Absolutely. And I, and I think I'm probably, funnily, I go to a Baptist church. I don't, which is funny. I don't like really, but, but it's a very, like when I went to go hear the pastor, because by the way, I, I need that. Like I know everybody, not everybody does. I would have been the person in the crowd, like when Jesus was there going, what? <laughs> what does that mean? Like I need Bible for dummies. So our pastor was amazing at explaining scripture, bringing in historical information of like what was going on in that time. You know, just, I need that. I realize that there's plenty of people who can educate themselves plus the community. And I think that's what people miss. And when there's so much negativity around church, they're also missing on all the beautiful things of it as well. You know, you can be surrounded by other people that know that there is another side, another eternity, that this is not, you know, to me, this isn't home. Like something amazing, something beyond I think any of us can understand is waiting for us. And to be surrounded with other people that believe that, that's pretty powerful. So I needed that. Um, And you found the pasture that was patient, brought in, it's like everything that you needed laid out so you could understand. Exactly. And actually the first time I ever went to the church, because my daughter begged, 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 please come. I'm like, I'm not going to a Baptist church, (laughs) you know, which is ridiculous for me to even have said at the time, but I did. But I, I finally relented. And the first time I was there, the sermon he did, and during that sermon, he was like, people, it's not about religion. So if you think it is, you're missing it. And I just sat there and thought, wow, like, this guy, he gets it. And he was speaking to you. You felt like, holy cow, this message is kind of for me. And because everything happens for a reason, we're put in situations and places and events. It's all for a reason. Absolutely. And funnily, like I, when I've shared my testimony and stuff, you know, I've been slammed by other atheists, Satanist, ISIS on my page, just about you name it. It's been pretty, that part of it has been, I'm not going to lie, difficult to face that criticism. How do they slam you though? Because you have such a positive message to bring and it's your story on how hey, I was an atheist, but then I found this and this really resonated with me. How, how do they slam you? They're just wrong. It's, but it's funny. A lot of it's like, oh, so sorry to hear you went back to the dark side. Everything you're saying is a fairy tale. None of that exists. There's no eternity. You know, you bought into the, you drank the Kool-Aid. A lot of that. Which in the beginning was tough because especially for somebody who kept that part of my life very secret, 
what like my husband gave me great advice when he was like, Ashley, you've got to remember that you're the one that has those experiences and this is your story, not theirs. And I have to remind myself that I too was in that place and, and too, because of so many, you know, I just touched on a few of the things that had happened in my life and that was where my thinking was always going is, you know, if there was really a God, why? If there's really, you know, love and another side, why? And what I had to keep remembering about, and I write a lot about this and I incorporate into the book is about free will and that we're not slaves to the creator and back to choices. And I think so many of us let our past define us and we get caught up in the poor me mentality. Well, this happened to me and this is why I've done this. And, and at some point, you know, you have to change. You have to change that pattern. You, you have to take responsibility like for the choices that you made, whether you caused the original heartache or not. It's what you do with that from that point forward. To me, that is important. But it took a long time for me to get there. So when those people are slamming me, I've just been, if I have to, if they start engaging with my followers and being nasty, I'll ban them and I just pray for them and move on because I understand I've been there. I don't have the answers to why of all these horrible things happen. I can only provide what I've been through and the security that I have now in knowing that there is like, again, beautifully what you've said, I love what you said is that there's no death, only life. I, I just, I love it. And I, I love how you, how you said one, basically in a way that you can't be a victim, you have to take responsibility for these things. And then just keep moving forward, because we all need to be moving forward. We all have a purpose here that we are supposed to be fulfilling hopefully. And I love that. It is a great positive message that you have. And it's also that here you went through this turmoil, you went through these horrible, horrible things, and you really just kind of turned everything around. And it's amazing where you are now and you have a big, loving, open heart even with everything that happened to you, because it could have been just the opposite. Absolutely. And now looking back, like I look at all the moments that I really was being held and loved. And I know strangely, sometimes people think this is weird, but I knew that God was hurting with me. I knew that my pain was the creator's pain. And for some reason, it gave me comfort realizing that, that I hadn't been alone this whole time, that, you know, our angels are surrounding us, our loved ones are there for us. It pains me because I know that all these other people who were atheists, who are still atheists, and like I was, it pains me to know what they're going through and the bitterness that they're feeling and the anger and the not understanding. So that is really why I've written the books is to bring that message is that there's hope, there's hope, there's hope. (laughs) And 
that that's what I hope I've done. I've gotten beautiful messages from people on my pages and just letting me know from all walks of life. And that to me, if I if I've impacted one person, then I've done exactly what I'm supposed to do. I love it. Uh, hey, CJ, one more time. What is your website again? It's www.cjkline.com. And CJ Klein is your Facebook page. The books yes. are Sacred and Elkin, and you can get them on Amazon. Can they also purchase them from your Facebook page or from the website? Yes, I have. Yes. And there's links on both for that too. Okay. CJ, thank you so much for being my guest today. I really enjoyed this. And I know that the audience out there is going to enjoy it too. And your powerful, positive message. Well, I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. And thank you for everything that you do as well. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Hello from the Other Side. You can connect with Maria and book a reading at mariaverdeshi.com. While you're there, be sure to join her email list and be the first to receive special offers.